0: Hi my name's Kevin McQuillan and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Well welcome welcome to day 14 of a yoga teacher training. Day 14. Hell of a ride. It has been one hell of a ride. Hmm, You've definitely gone through the underworld and visited the underworld in various different ways and that's been part of the attempt is to pull you into places you did not want to go. Oh, you're a tough bunch. Tough bunch. I thought your resistance. <laughs> but at some point you submitted. And jumped in with both feet. That's how it seemed to me. Good for you. I think early on, day one, mentioned something around trust. You're going to have to trust this process. And potentially challenge your relationship to trust. And call on new access points around trust. And if you think about yourself, you know, 14 days ago or 15 days ago, you didn't have this kind of level of trust that you do now. And because you had to tease yourself in a whole host of different ways, stretch yourself, pull on yourself, leverage yourself in a whole host of different ways to get yourself through this process, this program. And I imagine maybe for Some of you, I heard anyways, maybe all of you, at some point, you didn't want to be here. I said that day one too, there's going to be a point where you're not going to want to be here. And you'll have to make a decision of what you want. We went into the shoot, went into the shoot, and here you are, you survived. Nobody left. That's a huge accomplishment. And to present yourself to the accomplishment that this represents, Some of you have been planning this for years. And however long you've been planning it, it's a significant accomplishment. You came to Costa Rica to do a teacher training. You did, and here you are, near the end. It's phenomenal. And I have a great deal of respect for each and and every one of you. Absolutely. If you can make it through this program, wow. Wow. You had to lean into yourself in a whole host of different ways. And I have a great deal of respect for you for doing such a thing. We have Swesta Survivor teachers. (laughs) And so if you think about today, it's our last day together, last full day together. And so the things that we'll be doing together will be the last time we do these things like this conversation, like chanting, kriyas, meditation. All day long our opportunities to complete because it will never be again, not this way anyways, not with these people, us together, and what we've been able to accomplish together. And so to hold it with a great deal of respect and reverence, and to complete your time here with great diligence, and that's important. What you've been able to create, use the individual, but also use the collective. It's been astonishing. And so hold your day as a way to complete I encourage you to make lists, say what you need to say, and so we can leave here feeling that way, complete, present. That you've left here complete, which is significant, which has nothing to do with things being over. (laughs) It's like you'll, I don't know, never talk to each other again or something like that. It's like complete with your experience here. And take yourself into the future in a way that feels most appropriate, integrated. And that's the theme of today, is integration. That is the theme. Put yourself together, or putting it together, whatever. I like both. (laughs) Integration and putting it together, I like both. And so you've integrated. And so today, let today be a great day of integration, a great day of integration. And of course, there's some distinctions up on the board. And yet again, two boards this morning. Ha, I have a lot to say. Yeah. I love this. There's whiteboards in our house. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sticky notes and whiteboards. Do <laughs> Yeah. So if you think about integration, and what's the opposite of integration? Well, you could say disintegration. I don't necessarily see it that way. I see it as being naive. You know, like an integrated being that's put together, aligned to your value hierarchy. You know, you know yourself, you're integrated into yourself. And the opposite of that, as I see it, is being naive and remaining that way, which is a very dangerous place to be. I mentioned days ago, one of the consequences of remaining naive in this world is that there's people looking for you. And I don't say that lightly. There's people out there looking for weaker people. And that should be terrifying in its own way, where you get taken advantage of or worse. It's not a good idea to remain naive in this world. This world is too dangerous for that to occur. That's why I have so much focus on integration, integration, integration. Wake up. Get your eyes up. See what's in front of you. Stop turning away. As we turn away, That's where we are blind. And being blind is a bad idea. And it's willfully blind because you know better. And you know a lot more now. And you know what the consequences of remaining willfully blind are in your life, specifically to you, the individual. And we've spent a great amount of time unpacking that during our time of how you've remained naive. And so these distinctions up on the board I'll lay them out. Remain a good person because you cannot be. It's an interesting distinction. You don't know anything other than that. You seeing yourself as a good person and you can't be anything other than that. There's nothing more to you. That's the point. There's nothing more to you other than this kind of I don't know, husk of an individual that shows up as a good person. But it's not really a good person because there's, they're not integrated into themselves. They have no idea how evil they can be. And now don't really understand how evil other people can be. And so there's a shallowness that's attached to this kind of um, archetype. And a whole host of pretense, like just a tremendous amount of pretense, Convincing yourself that you're a good person, and showing up that way. And what that looks like is, you're like a domesticated bunny. And that came to me because there's been a bunny running around, and a domesticated bunny that escaped. It's like hilarious. It's like the symbolism to that. It's like, aha, cute and harmless. And people like running around trying to capture it because it can't fend for itself, it's like absurd. And if you think that's just the bunny, it's not. It's us. <laughs> Having a bunch of enablers around. You can't take care of yourself, so I have to take care of you. And again, to have people see you that way, cute and harmless. It's like, pah, that's not a good idea. Because ultimately, you have no bite, and you know it. And therefore, you have no self-respect, and you know that as well. And that is a pathway into misery and despair. Waking up knowing you have no bite. And you could say that a whole host of different ways, that you don't stand for yourself, you don't speak up. You're lacking a backbone. A whole host of ways that you can explain this. And over a span of time, that has some heavy consequences attached to it. Continue to be unserious and follow your misguided intentions. And what that looks like is right into the ground. Where you're so embittered and resentful, nobody can stand you. And you can barely stand yourself. That's what that looks like. Betray yourself, remain cowardice, and lead yourself into catastrophes, one after the next. One collapsed conversation, one collapsed relationship, one collapsed opportunity, possibility after another. That has a way of crushing spirit. It's a heavy, heavy load to carry, and a lot of crosses to bear, that is for sure. And we all know what this feels like, if you're honest with yourself. You've experienced this already many times. And the chances of you experiencing this in the future is really quite likely. And in some ways, you could say there's no stopping it. But you can mitigate against it. And when you find yourself into a catastrophe, instead of beating yourself up, can you pull yourself up and learn from it? And that's what we've been positioning you here to do, or you've collapsed into yourself, did you learn something? Or did you just simply beat yourself up and learn nothing? (laughs) That's the pathway to remaining naive. Learn nothing, beat yourself up. Become more demented through your practice, and not ideal. For quite some time, I used to be harmless. That's how I saw myself. I was like a domesticated bunny (laughs) because I turned away from everyone and as I did I consistently became smaller and everybody became bigger. That was my experience. I turned away, I got smaller and everything got bigger. And what it felt like, it's like as I did that what it felt like was I was like an infant amongst giants, which was terrifying. And then at some point, probably fueled by confusion and rage or something like that, I swung to the other side, and I became a monster. Where I was unpredictable, willing to, uh, like foolish, absolutely foolish. And willing to sacrifice like everything based on this misguided intentions I had. And I was unconstrained and harmful to myself and others. It's probably the best way of putting it. And it was terrifying. And so I played out both of those extremes, the harmless bunny and then the monster. And both ends of that spectrum were horrifying and left me feeling unsafe. And then over a span of years, and this is still true today, definitely still true today, is I'm attempting to integrate into myself and integrate in a way that mm, pulls from this willingness to sacrifice and this integrated aggression that I've been able to create over a span of time. Where there's this blend of, uh, how would I put it, a blend of fierce and soft, (laughs) like fierce and soft, which is my interpretation of vulnerability. That's how it seems to me. That I want to be fierce and being fierce is important, but I also have the capacity to be soft with myself and other people. I have the capacity to stand up for myself, but then also listen and remain humble. And like, that's my interpretation of vulnerability. It doesn't have to be yours. And so this interpretation of vulnerability that I'm attempting to embody embody on a daily basis, ultimately gives me access to, to leveraging. I leverage against this, being fierce, The willingness to sacrifice, but then also this integrated aggression to leverage against both of those things to support a value I have. And one of the values I have is to contribute, not only to myself, but to other people. And in the, in the context of teaching, leverage it in a way that I have a lethal teaching approach, because that's my approach to teaching. I want to be absolutely lethal in the way in which I teach. And my hope is that this experience that you've been through is an example of that. That has been brutal in some ways, but then also, also expansive. And giving you access to something you didn't have before, 15 days ago. And I mean, you really had to press into yourself and allow parts of yourself to die. And that's how I see you now. You're a lighter version of yourself, there's no question. I see it in your eyes. I see it in your, I feel it in your stillness and how quiet you've become. And that's what people are going to notice when you go home because it's undeniable. And I'm not saying that's how you have to take on your teaching, but that's how I've leveraged working in the extremes, getting into the middle ground, and pushing myself through. And this is not all for everybody else. I mean, there's a part of me here that is, and I've mentioned this, is about (laughs) self-preservation. That I am very clear of what's waiting for me, abundantly clear about what's waiting for me, and it's terrifying. And I appreciate reminding myself often of what's waiting for me if I make a few poor decisions along the way. And what I get out of that, and this, through teaching, It's this experience of safety. I actually can feel safe with people, which is important to me, because I already know what it feels to feel unsafe in the presence of others. I get security out of that as well, feeling secure in a community. I have a place. And it gives me access to intimacy, which has been elusive in my life. And a whole host of other things attached to all of this. And so in some way, this is my version of integration of pulling, pulling, teasing, drawing on, leveraging this body of knowledge I have, this wisdom I've, I have and, and um, gathered along the way through my life experiences. And if you teach from your life experience, you as the individual, people will listen. How can they not? <laughs> You've seen that here. That vulnerability that comes out attached to your own experience, when it means something to you, oh, it is breathtaking. And if you can leverage yourself to teach that kind of way, you'll move people. And what's nestled into this equation are your values. You want to teach, otherwise you wouldn't be here (laughs) in teacher training. And so you want to teach, and whatever brought you here matters to you. And what a message to bring forth call forth to lay out in the world, and you could say people need you. You could say that. How many people count on you on a daily basis? Quite a few, right, Mm (laughs) Noelle? Yeah, a lot of people count on you, I could imagine, and so on and so forth. A lot of people count on you, and to take that very seriously. And this is the blend, isn't it? Give, receive, I contribute, you contribute, we're learning. (laughs) We're giving, receiving, we're being better, we're becoming better. And so the integrative process, the attempt is to get very clear. Get very clear of where you're pointing yourself. The ideal, the ideal in the future, you, that future you. Whether that's tomorrow, I don't know, it could be one hour from now, tomorrow, a week, I don't know, a month, a couple of years from now, the ideal you. And also pay close attention to where you don't want to go. And you have both sides of the equation that you need. You're terrified of failing, and excited about succeeding. That's a lot of energy to hold. And in that energy, you can move yourself along into meaningful matters. And so it's this weird stepping. (laughs) Kind of fumbling into the future, you know, it's like, okay. One foot in security in what I know, and then one foot into absolute chaos and the unknown. And that is a hell of a ride. And that's the integrative ride. The pathway to integration is through the cycle of dis-ease, as I see it. Remember those three pieces of paper that you wrote out? That's the pathway to integration. That's how I see it, for you to really understand yourself. The discovery of that which emboldens the monster, and hot damn, you are that, for sure. And why you've remained so terrified of yourself for so long, now you know that. Why so many people are terrified of you, (laughs) you have a good sense of that now. And that's good that you know that. Discover, understand, and control your male, male, malevolence. Malevolence. Wow, that's a tough word. <laughs> Maleleva, malevolence. Wow, I can't even get out. Malevolence, thank you for that. Malevolence. It's like that inner evil, you know? And as we integrate, you have to be tough and willing to fight, and that's the idea. Tough and willing to fight. Sometimes we're not so willing to fight, but the idea is that we do that. You fight for what you believe in but fight in a way that you get closer to people, not farther away. That it's the good fight, that you have something to say, you have values, you, what you have to say is important, if it means something to you, and to be willing to fight for that. Not to widen the gap, but to close it. I want to understand you, And I certainly want you to understand me. There's a lot of understanding in that. And of course, go where you least want to go and reveal your vulnerabilities. The very thing you do not want to do in those places where you do not want to go. (laughs) But how breathtaking it is when that occurs and we have witnessed that over and over again here during our 14 days together. And so if you've done it here, it's possible for you to do it in the future. And so that's the process of integration in some ways. To get clear on what's important to you. Also get clear of what's horrifying for you and use both as a way to motivate yourself into the future. To stay out of your strategies, your cycle of dis-ease, where you're either the walking doormat or the walking middle finger. Neither are good for you. (laughs) Neither of those options are good for you. So that's the day. Go something like that. And so a question for you to make this real, this conversation real. What do you feel you need to integrate? Which part of yourself do you feel you need to integrate moving forward? Which part of yourself? Maybe it's your relationship to vulnerability. Maybe it's your relationship to aggression. I don't know, maybe it's your relationship to love, your relationship to sexuality, your relationship to career, your relationship to, I don't know, whatever. What do you feel? What do you feel around integration? What do you feel you need to integrate moving forward? I could give you something to point at, aim at, make sense of. Uh. Or there's some malevolence. Ha, I said it, I just wanted to say it again. <laughs> My lips don't want to move that way this morning. Tough to say it, I guess, out loud, maybe that's it. (laughs) Where do you feel you need to integrate? Where in your life? What in your life? Oh, come on, people, lay it out. Reveal your vulnerabilities. Go ahead and do that for us. All right, control, criticism, let go of the outcome in some ways. Woo-wee, that's going to be a game changer. Yeah, for you, absolutely. For your family, for sure. What a great gift. Mm-hmm. Sounds like some space in that equation. OK, good. Who else? What do you got? OK, yeah. Integrate your softness and everything. Yeah. OK, thank you for that. Self-respect. Hi. Yes, very good. Mm, yes, have a voice in this world and speak up. Yep, you have a lot of great things to say. That's true. Thank you. Dan, what do you got for us? Thank you for that. Assertiveness, releasing the outcome. Okay. Look out, Minneapolis. Yeah. All right. Very good. Who else? What do you feel you need to integrate into? Which part of you need some integration? Putting yourself together just so? Abandoning the fear that keeps you quiet? Speaking up more? Pursuing vulnerability? Beautiful. Yeah. What a great thing. you like that. Absolutely. Okay. Anybody else before we move on? Put it out there in the world. Once it's out, oh, difficult to bring back. Yes, thank you. Integrative assertiveness. Beautiful thing. Yeah. It's the process of self defining. You know, you get to self define yourself. People really appreciate that because know where you stand. It's a big deal. Okay. The idea is to have an answer. Take your answer into today. You have something to aim at today. Use this day as a way to complete because it's important to you. For sure. Because I imagine this has meant something to you. Is that a fair statement? This has mattered to you? Excellent. So behave that way today. You ready for the day, Christina? Mmm, what a tone. Oh my goodness. I like that. It kind of rattled me. <laughs> and that's good for you, rattling people. You got that in you, absolutely. It's a wonderful pleasure to be with you. Ah, poof. Ha. Ah. okay. I got through a conversation without crying, and just till the end. <laughs> It's been a very meaningful experience to be with you, absolutely. You challenged me in a whole host of different ways and I love that. I love that. And so we all rose to you know, a particular level that wasn't possible 14, 15 days ago. And so I thank you for that.